Bev Buds. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time you're listening and wherever you're listening from. This is the Bev Buds. As always, I'm your host, Trent Reardon. I'm Daniel, Daniel Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I am Daniel Gray. <laughs> and who are you? I'm Kyle. <laughs> Kyle David Wright. <laughs> One day you'll get like a good intro. <laughs> you, you need something, don't you? Because Trent has like his little thing. I have my good night thing. <laughs> he just wants no, to make well, it his own. I've thing. got my howdy uh, thing that I'm coining. Uh, <laughs> sure. Howdy, Dan. <laughs> howdy, Kyle. Howdy, Trent. Howdy, Kyle. Howdy, boys. What bev have we got this week? So the bev this week is sent in by a fan submission. Yep. And. It is from all the way from WA. It's not. It's not from Tom. (laughs) (laughs) But it is. I was going to say the Premier Mark McGuire in orders. So it is the good old Bush Chook, the Emu Export. Yeah. So these beers, you can't read. Like nowadays, you sort of can get them in Victoria. Right. But previously, you couldn't. Like they were a WA like institution. Yeah. Like it says on the can. I love the uh, prison on the front of the can. Is there any lock-up emus in this? <laughs> so, like it says on the can, it's beer for Western Australia. So that's why. Like, it was ba- it was basically made for WA. Right, okay. It is basically WA's version of EP. Yeah, yeah, So, okay. so I like have a, heard of something like the emu. So Dan's going to love this one. Dan's? <laughs> here's a question. Do you reckon Dan will give this a thumbs up? Oh, or... Jesus. Hey, all right. Let's see how I go. Cheers. That's not that bad. It's not bad. Do you know what it tastes it, does, like? it has much taste, actually. Yeah. If I... But is that because we're comparing it to the last one? The Piggy no. Smalls one. That we had? <laughs> yeah, but I didn't drink much of it. So, mm. like, that, this is it's just this, like, really watered-down beer. Do you know well, what that's, what like? I, that's what I think it tastes like. I, like, straight away went, it tastes like Carlton Draft. Yeah. Like... Yeah. No, Carlton Draft has more taste than this. Does it? I'd say so. I mean, there's only 1.2 standards. Yeah. So it is probably on the weaker side of drinks. So, 1923, it was established, it says. Since 1923. That's a long time of brewing beer. Do you think? <laughs> Do you think Do I think what, Trent? No, or just, I mean... It's emu export. Yeah. Like, do you think... I mean, it was established in 1923, so... Obviously, like, they were brewing mid-emu war. That Dan brought the, up. The great, the great emu war. Do you think that would have had an impact on this beer? Do you think emus have anything to do with the beer company? Yeah, the logo. <laughs> no, but do you think they have like emus out in the front? Like, do you think? Do you think if you went into the into the brewery, they'd have an emu, you, an emu at the reception? The, the emus aren't putting these these cans down. They they they're horrible creatures. What if a bit of emu goes into every can? <laughs> <laughs> you can find one little feather each. What do you think of it so far, Dave? It's just, like I said before, it just tastes like watered-down beer. Yeah, fair enough. It's nothing like last time, but... No, maybe you might give it a thumb up. No. Nah. <laughs> Being a little bit more flavourless. Yeah. It's a bit... It, it can be more of a sessional. It could beer. be. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, I was I was thinking something when I was driving home. Just before, before we did this podcast. Right, so before... Like, Literally just as I was coming home from work. So you hadn't had a drink at this point? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so... So I was thinking something. So I live near... I live near a very steep road. Yes, And yes. for those... It's a turn road, mm. um, which is... The, what's your like, address? Those locals <laughs> will know Hearn Road, but yeah. for those of you that may not be familiar, it's a, it's a really steep hill 
that goes for a couple of oh, k's. It's a probably very, two k's. It's a long road, yeah. And it's, it's it feels like when you're going down it, it's like a forty five degree incline. Yeah. It's yeah. probably not that much, but it feels really steep going down. Mm. And you go down at the end of it is a cliff, like a drop off <laughs> into. Probably, what would you say, 10 metre drop-off? Oh, and easy. And then rocks, and then the ocean. Yeah. And those rocks you can jump off as well. The pillars, yeah, yeah. But, so, I'm going down Herman <clears> Road, <throat> and I'm thinking to myself, let's say right at this second, let's say towards the top of the hill, or let's say when I've picked up a lot of speed, <laughs> my brakes don't work. Right? Yeah. Like, brakes are just, take the brakes out of the equation for some reason. Okay. You're going down a hill. On one side, there's shrubbery. <laughs> on the other side, there's, like, rock... <laughs> And there's just, like, a bunch of rocks and, like, more shrub that goes into a ditch. Right. You're going down a hill. You're going to be picking up speed. What would you do in that situation? You're going for those rocks, 100%. You go for the rocks. You go for the rocks. No, like... Because, <laughs> like, like, there's shrubbery. If you go for that and you just go flying off the cliff... No, no, no. I'm talking about the shrubbery on the side of the road. Oh. Not at the end. At the end, <laughs> the end, you're going off the cliff. Like, oh. you get to the bottom of that road, you're probably going to go off the cliff into the ocean. I reckon... I mean, I don't know but, uh, until I'm actually in that situation. Yeah, but which was God's let hope you're not. <laughs> but I feel like, for the sake of this argument, yeah, I would take my chances. With I'd the... speed up. No. Because think about it: if you speed up right and you get the you get the right amount of speed yeah. and you smash through the barrier at the end, yeah. Hopefully, you can jump out of the car midair in the water and land in, in the, the water, water. but wow. you, like deep enough. This isn't Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't... Yeah. Don't, don't um, bash into each ride, then. I would... Good old push bashing. Because I asked Nick this. Nick's a real car person. And he was saying he would either swerve in, like, an S shape. Right, to try and slow down. To try and slow down. Or when he gets to the bottom of the hill, it goes on to the Esplanade. Like a, a You'd be going road. way he too quick. He wants to try and turn around. No. How, how could you, you turn around? Because the Not speed turn, but turn like left. The speed limit is like. the speed limit at the top of the hill is eighty, and then it goes to sixty. So if you get up to eighty and then you realise your brakes failed, you're going to be gaining speed that whole way down. Yeah, exactly. So that's so your go to is drive off the cliff. I yeah. I'd, I'd risk, try and I'd jump, risk it for the biscuit. I would jump uh, out of the car. Uh, you know, I got, <laughs> just done. I'm gonna, well, yeah. Into the shrub. I got, I got a good break. Yeah. Aim for the next car that's coming. You go for a car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That'll bring you to a halt. No. Should we jump into a question? Box? We should. We should. Um, a question candle. The question <laughs> candle. The question candle's been really flowing at the moment. It has. I'm um, loving it. Keep it coming, guys. Can I? Can I start with a question from me? Yeah, go for it. Because I, oh. I was thinking about this week. I wanted to put a question in the box. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a question box or just are you asking a question? Well, I want to, well, I want to know. For it. So, because we're a beverage podcast, you could say we're buds, we're bev buds. Yes. Um, yeah, on a technicality, we're, yes. We're not so, part of the alcohol, like alcoholic spawn or anything like that. No. no. <laughs> so, I want to know, I, I was just wanted to ask, what do you guys have a favourite drunk story or mm-hmm. a bev story, a story that involves beverages? Just from your youth. You know, one that's like just a story from that, you, that involves alcohol. That's like a funny story. Your favorite, like a funny memory <laughs> involving alcohol. Because I, I don't, I, I, I yeah. don't like where this could go. Right? My, <laughs> can I tell you? Can I, can I tell you mine? Sure. Sure. Think about yours. But mine's one of mine's on schoolies when we shaved 
<laughs> our initials into Dick. <laughs> our our friend him, who's got a very, very hairy very chest. Very hairy chest. And he wanted to have a mohawk. He willingly... <laughs> we asked him when he... Like, he wasn't... We did this when he wasn't passed out. That's said, right. He was... He's like, yeah, shaved my head into a mohawk. And mm. at the time... All the rave was like a schoolies Facebook page where you'd submit photos <laughs> and they put up a pic of that, you know, yeah. wild schoolies moments for like out class of 2013. Mm. And Nick made it onto that page <laughs> of him like asleep on the couch. With we like replaced a... his beer with a banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know, this is one of, to me, that's one of my favourite, like, yeah. me- memories involving devs. Like, mm. um... Yeah, so I was sort of thinking about it. And another one was, um, I think it was at your house, D. I think it was the first time we ever drank alcohol. Okay. And we got a, a bottle of Jack Daniels. And there was and like we all six thought, of us. There were like six or seven of us, yeah. And we thought it was so, like, scary and ooh. <laughs> oh, we're going to get so drunk. <laughs> and, you know, that was just enough for, like, and, what, a drink each or and, two drinks. And I vividly remember us all drinking it. Because we all only got about one drink each. And we went, is this drunk? Is this what we're supposed to feel like? <laughs> yeah. And, and we had cigars in your spot. Yeah. So we, had a, we had a very lavish night. Mm. But you, the next day... I was got, so nervous. You were so nervous because we were, we were young. Yeah. And well, you got rid of the bottle and everything in your neighbour's bin because you didn't want to, like... There's no way we can trace back what we did at your house. <laughs> back to you, back to us. Yeah. I just love that. I, just, I don't know. I just feel like it's, like, a, no, a funny memory. Oh, Trent remembers that night what I did worse. What? With the cigars, what, like... Because I got all nervous that because because <laughs> Tom Thomas James Webb, who, the, the vomiter, the, the vomiter, serial, the serial vomiter, vomiter yeah. and I uh, decided that we'd treat ourselves for the first time. And for complete legal disclosure, I'm not going to na- like say how young we were no, at this point. You don't need to. It's, it's open for interpretation. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, we decided to be a bit fancy with our whiskey. Yeah, and, as you do, and have a nice cigar with it. Yeah, yeah, and like. You guys, like, you guys just tossed it away and all that stuff. But because I didn't know where you put them, I got so nervous that my parents were going to find them. Yeah. And, like, started digging through the garden. He turned into the human lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> just searching for these cigars. I remember, like, you guys making fun of me the next day. I'm like, oh, why are they making fun of me? It's not even that bad. Like, I'm just looking. And I think back, I'm like, why did I even bother? <laughs> Well, do you have a memory, like a fond memory of just like a light or a... It's more like when we're like, like we shouldn't have done it. Like it was just like, it's you and I, Kai. Yeah. I know it's the first one that popped to my head. I know we've got other ones, but like this one I can think of the most. Yeah. One night, like we all, uh, we had a drink. It's one of the first times we had drank as well. Right. And we drank at a friend's house. Mm Mm-hmm. And he drank too much and he got, <laughs> got, 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 got a bit yeah, unwell. Right. So you and I were just hanging out. Yeah. And we thought, hey, let's go climb on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> we climbed on the roof. And like, he's getting taken care of yeah. and all this stuff. And his mom comes out and tells you like, oh, get off the roof. And we get off the roof. Like what? 10 minutes later, we're back sitting on the rooftop. There, there was something about, there's something about being young. Yeah. And going you on do, roofs of things. think you're invincible. You're doing something outrageous. You do it's wild. Like <laughs> yes, in your head, it's just and it's, looking back, like now, if you if one of you guys went on the roof, I'd look at you like, like what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you climbing on the roof? That looks tiring, and I don't want to sit up there. But like, oh, yeah. like we got up there the second time, and just like we thought, we were so cool sitting up on the rooftop, and then like his mom goes out, and she just snaps at us. Like she was yeah, such a she's she's, done. like she's she was done. such a nice lady yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I look, I'm, I'm honestly really happy with. 
those. And if I was a, if I put my question in there and was listening, I'd be happy with those answers. So thanks. Jim. Did you just give yourself a pat on the back? No, I, was, I, was <laughs> I think he just gave himself a pat on the back. Oh, I was saying you guys Is that acceptable? Guys. No. <laughs> Let's move on to the next question. That was such like a, that was such a good question. You know what? No, I'm happy you guys, I'm happy how you guys answered it. I know the question. The question's right. very, I was happy you guys answered it. I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, this comes from, <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if we can go there. Let's see. I, no, I don't. I'll read it out. Yeah. I don't know if it's, this is going to make the podcast. Yeah. Or, but this is from Brisbane again. Yeah. Um, howdy, Jade Southwell. This one is, what is your most awkward sexual experience? Oh, Jade. Oh. Listen, I, I did know this one was coming mm. and I thought about it. And I, I'd like to share mine. Okay. Um, it's PG. It's not, we'll, keep, no, we'll keep it in. We'll keep it PG. Just for Jade's humour. Yeah. No, was, was she Jade, requested the she question. She two questions. And, and look, for, for legal reasons, this segment is called Ask Us Anything. And we'll answer it. So we have to answer it. So I'm gonna, we're going to keep it PG. That's right. Um, so my... Just, just to start things off, you guys can think about why. <laughs> So I was I was sixteen, and right. um I was at my my girlfriend at the time. I was over at her house, and, <laughs> and I I remember we we weren't doing anything crazy. I think, we were, just, I think, I think we were just kissing, right? Right. But we had had our tops off, and when we were kissing, which is a big deal it, for sixteen year old guys, absolutely. Like recently turned sixteen as well, to be fair. Um, and all of a sudden, I hear a knock on the door, and it's it's, it's her mum, and um, and she's like, "Hey guys, dinner's ready," and then immediately jumped up, and I'm like, "What do I do? What do I do?" She starts like trying to put her top back on, and I. <laughs> I can't put my top on in time because it's in the corner. Oh, so no. I'm standing in the corner and I, put, and I put my top on just in time as she opens the door. And my the, my partner at the time was still not fully dressed. Oh. And I'm standing in the corner. Standing and I, in the corner. And I thought to myself, how could I... I, I turn around. And I'm standing yes. in the corner turning around. Yes. And I thought to myself, in my, in my justification, so she so the mum walks into a room she sees her daughter on the bed, and she sees this boy who she started dating in the corner of turned around. <laughs> and I, I, um, I, because in my head at the time, I still remember it. It's branded into my brain. I thought the best way to defuse this is like, oh, she needs to quickly get changed. I'll turn mm. around and be a gentleman yes. while she gets changed. What a gentleman you are, Kyle. <laughs> and I, because anyway, so I turn, yeah, so I turn around. Did that, and the mum, ever since after that moment, mm. was never allowed to have the door shut. Yeah, yeah door my open. Girlfriend, yeah. My high school girlfriend's house. So that was just like, yeah, that's to me, that's my most awkward thing because I still cringe when I think about it. And it's like one of those things that you're like, <laughs> you live with. <laughs> now, I know you guys, I know this, listen, I, I did this a favour then. Oh, I'm going to say it's a good save. I would tell, like, well, I'll tell you a cringe, a cringe thing though, like yours, but it's not to do with like. Okay. So, but, but before we before you do that, yeah. Can I say we've answered this question? To ask us anything, we've answered it. We've we've done our obligation. So if you guys. Well, I I have an answer. Okay, good. Well. Okay, I think you should keep it in. I like these <laughs> questions, but. So my awkward experience, I'd say. Um, thanks, Jade, for the question. By the way. Yeah, thank you, Jade. Um, <laughs> your, your boyfriend vomits in toilets. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my current my, my wife now um, this was years ago when we first started dating yeah 
um, we thought it'd be romantic to go out to the drive-in. Right. Um, so we sat there, we laid there, um, we watched a nice movie. Mm. Uh, and then we decided to do, you know, do the old classic, you know, young couple in love sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Drive up Arthur's seat. Mm. So we take a nice drive up Arthur's seat. And to like our surprise, no one was there, right? Yeah. So we backed the car up and we sort of opened the door and... You know, so we were just laying in the back of the car, mm-hmm. enjoying the nice view. The serenity. The serenity. Yeah. Things were getting a little laded back yeah. there, I'd say. Mm-hmm. As you were really enjoying each other's company. As we were really enjoying each other's company <laughs> with the scenic view. Yeah. About three cars. No. Park <laughs> <laughs> next to it. Get out and yeah. start like dogging and taking oh, photos oh, and not of us, but like yeah, <laughs> just in general. And you're stuck there, like like how do we like moment ruined? What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> I love it, Dan. What about you? Like mine isn't like it's more just like like I remember just being so embarrassed in yeah. a way of nothing that full on. It was just like I remember we had just finished high school mm-hmm. and it was New Year's. Right. And, like, everyone's celebrating New Year's, everyone's had a few drinks, everyone's having a fun time. And it gets to, like, you know, New Year's Eve, countdown, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's celebrating. Yeah. And, like, oh, the girl next to, like, did, like, the awkward, like, hug. And we gave each other, like, a New Year's kiss. Yeah. But because it's me at 18 years old, <laughs> I am so socially awkward. <laughs> no one is just... So you keep, wait, you see you've kissed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's jumping into the pool, so I just jumped. In the oh, pool. And you left her there. Oh no! Because I didn't know what to do. Listen, I because I just oh, oh my god! And I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna jump in the because <laughs> I had no clue oh. what to do. Yeah. So I, my first thought is, I'm just gonna dive in this pool. Well, there you go, Jay. We answered your question. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Um, should we? Well, one more question. Should we do one more? Did Dan ask for one more question? We do one more question. No, you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you can't dig and choose. No, I'm just... um, Okay, this is from... (laughs) This is from our old boss, Marcus Levy. Ah, the chef himself. Chef Marcus Levy. It's... Now, now keep in mind, it does say, ask us anything and we'll answer it. Okay. It says, how would you survive life as Dan? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now to be clear Vargas was our boss for a, a long time really yeah he uh, was and Dan you and I worked at the winery we were both in the kitchen together yeah um, and it was a very like very classic mentality of just ripping on each other and that sort of thing. oh yeah like Ro- real roast really constant constant picking on each other yeah so how would you survive life as Dan I reckon I could survive life as Dan I think mean, you've got a pretty good life Dave no. oh yeah I've got pretty good life yeah I've- what else was I supposed to say? <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you survive? <laughs> you know what? Because you know I'm on the podcast now, I'm going to say something to Marcus. Oh, oh here we go. Oh. You goddamn almost killed me in that goddamn... Like, because I used to be the dishy. Yeah. When they got rid of the goddamn fan in that room... <laughs> I, like... Because I used to have this fan. So, like, at least the cool air. Like, because you're in the dishy mm. area. Because it used to heat up a lot. Yeah, the kitchen yeah. heats up a lot. Yeah. They got rid of... There was a nice <laughs> fan. It goes up to the oven exhaust. Yeah, it goes up yeah. to the oven. And so, instead of the, the... So, they get rid of this fan yeah. to put in an oven exhaust. And guess where the heat out of the oven is heading towards? The me. Dish pig. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, if you're doing dishes, you're in a back room that catches a heap of sun mm. with no ventilation. <laughs> and, like... Oh, like, I just remember, like, boiling in there. Uh, yeah. Like, he was a great boss, I guess. Oh, yeah. But I just remember, like... <laughs> just when the fan's gone. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys something. Right. So this is sort of regarding doctors 
and doctor's offices. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> so when you walk into a doctor's office, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm saying clinic, yeah. not like a hospital. Yeah. Just, just like your doctor's Your local clinic. GP, yeah. Yep. Okay, they've got their degrees up on the wall. If they're a nice... Like, if it's, like, a nicer office, if it's, like, a... Usually, it's, like, the private ones have, like, the... Yeah. They have their degrees. Yeah. How many uni... De- I've got two questions, two parts of this question. First of all, <laughs> how, how many... Okay, like, how many degrees until you can put them up on display? Because, like, okay, D, let's say right now you come home and I've got my uni thing up in the wall. Uh, I think you're a douchebag. Yeah, exactly. Know. Well, that's... Can I just say, like... And again, I'm sorry, Lauren, for listening to this, but... Like, I sort of cracked it at her because I don't... Like, she hung them up in the study. Yeah. And I don't want them on display. Right. Because I only have one. And yeah. And I think this is what you're talking about. Right, yeah, exactly. So, you wouldn't hang one up. No. Would you hang... Where... where how many do you have to have until you'd start I'd, putting them I'd up? say three. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, maybe, like, if you are do- got a doctorate, you'd be like, where's my doctorate up so there? You put, okay, if I have one doctorate up there, would I look like... <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe... Like a PhD on a wall. I don't feel... I feel like... At work, it's fine to be putting up your, like... But not in, like, a study at home. Not at your home, maybe. Unless, like, you work from home in right. that study. Okay. So, what would your number be, Trent, do you think? They're like... Oh, I think three or four. Then you'd have them on display. Like, yeah. Like, look at me. Because then the wall <laughs> is sort of all filled, filled a bit. with it. Yeah. yeah. And you... Yeah. Because I feel like if I wanted to hang them, I'd compensate for, like, other qualifications. <laughs> <laughs> my responsible service of animal, oh, my, my food <laughs> So, I was, I was thinking about this. I was thinking right, about the yeah. doctor on the wall. And the other thing I was thinking about was when you go into a doctor's office, they've got shelving of books, right? And half of them have a, a skeleton model or like a model of like the pelvis <laughs> or like something, you know, like just something weird. Right? Yeah, something. So, and they've always got like drawings that kids have done don't they like they've got like yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> kid would draw there like where do they get them from but I, I want to know do you reckon they get to choose what they decorate their office with yeah so okay so um, let's say you go you start your first day at the doctor's clinic yeah dr daniel dr okay. daniel gray he's dr gray what yeah. what what do you get do you go okay i want to put up this book this book this book I want to have the skeleton here. Like, I feel like I'll be that one, like, who's got, like, all, like, the weird anatomy stuff. <laughs> really unorthodox. You wouldn't have any, like, nice books, like, you know, like Lonely uh, Planet or, like... Lonely... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, like, How to make more friends. <laughs> uh, I'd say, like, you'd start with the ones with, like, the, the human body stuff, I'd say. You, would you cram it with, like, textbooks from uni, you reckon? Just to make it look like... <laughs> so, so to make you look like, like you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, uni work's going somewhere. <laughs> And, and the other thing I was thinking of, do you reckon they have to pay for their skeleton, the skeletons? Yes. Out of your own pocket? I'd say so. Okay, so let's say I want a skeleton, and I'm like, where do I get one? I, they're like, you've got to pay for that, Dr. Doctor, doctor <laughs> Would you pay for a, a skeleton in your own office? Or would you try and, like, nab one from a I feel like, though, like, you, you need it, because, like, what if someone's like, oh, like... I've hurt myself. Uh, uh, <laughs> point on the skeleton where it hurts. <laughs> so last week, Dan... Yes. You gave me a top five to do. Yeah. In the end, we finally got there. Did we? <laughs> so your top five to me was five reasons why Valentine's Day shouldn't exist. Hmm. And before I start, before I go on, I'm going to sound like Kyle here. I'm going to say that <laughs> it's quite amazing that this is the one segment that has carried us all the way through the here. Top- I mean, this is episode eight, the podcast eight that we're filming. It's, yeah. I don't understand how fun facts didn't survive. <laughs> I don't understand how facts or any of the other niche segments that there's no way of doing more than that. <laughs> so, 
Five Reasons Why Valentine's Day Shouldn't Exist by Trent Reardon. Uh, I only did it because, like... Yeah, oh, actually, you go. You go with your thing. So, number five, Trent? So, number five for me is you just can't enjoy it. <laughs> 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 so, let me... Like, I'll, I'll back this up. So, you can't enjoy it in terms of the activities that you do. You think Valentine's Day, you think, all right, let's do something romantic. Let's go to the cinemas. You go to the cinemas, there's a hundred people there already. Right. Yeah. All right, let's go out for dinner. Let's have a nice romantic dinner. There's a hundred people there. Right. So you, it's just not quiet. It's not a quiet night. It's also hard to get bookings. For That's places. right. Yeah. So you end up like being rushed and all that. Mm-hmm. So moving on to number four, it shouldn't exist because it's expected. Mm. Right. So, so for people who are lazy like me, like <laughs> it's expected. So you have to do something. You do. Yeah. You're you know, but it's like, it's not... It, Valentine's Day isn't a surprise. No, it's you, know, so you see it on the calendar. That's like, right. So you know, like they know, yeah. or your significant other know, that it's something that's going to happen. And honestly, day. if you guys... Surely it's come up in conversation with your partner the last couple of weeks, right? Like, oh, yeah. Valentine's Day's coming up. I yeah. literally had a conversation with Soph saying, do we even want to bother celebrating <laughs> Valentine's Day? <laughs> and we both agreed we don't care. Yeah. So moving on to number three. Yep. It could actually be an early relationship killer. Right. So, in terms of the gift that you give, yeah, because too small of a gift, yeah, it shows that you like they might think that you don't really care, right? Right? Mm. Too big, but too big. Then yeah. you look like, oh, who's this weirdo? Like going all out. He's bought. It's our first Valentine's Day. <laughs> and he's bought me a bloody ring or something. Or you set the precedent that I'm always going to. That's right. You're going to have to better much. it. Yeah, it's pretty Every risky. Year. It is very risky. So that's why it shouldn't exist. <laughs> Number two, someone's always going to get a better gift. So there's uh, always uh, there's always going to be someone who it feels bad. Right. For example, like you could think that you're doing a really good thing by yeah. putting together a bit of a coupon pack, a bit of a here's one free hug or one free back massage. Free back massage. Yeah, yeah. And then they get you like a bloody hot air balloon experience or <laughs> something, something of significance. Yeah, yeah. They can throw that piece of paper off the hot air balloon. <laughs> so that's number two. And number one is it's just another day to forget. Right. Yeah. You know, like you, we've already got birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> we've already got anniversaries. You do. It's just another yeah. day. Yeah. No, exactly. And everything's inflated like, and there's always set menu stuff. Oh. Like, like is it out of all the like... Is it a holiday? What would you call it? Like, what no, is it? What, what, it's, what? it's well, it was made by like marketing companies to spend money around February, wasn't it? Like, it's not like a. Well, isn't it? Yeah, it's based on religion. It's, it's, it's a religious event, though, wasn't it? it was this dude who like died or but something? But it hasn't existed yeah, but until recently. Yeah, but isn't all of our things like commercially? That? Yeah, a lot yeah. of them are commercial, though. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, is the least interesting commercial holiday? That's probably the best way I can say it. Of all of them. <laughs> like, what? What's your favourite commercial holiday? Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is good. That's a good one. Yeah, Christmas, 100%. So I guess it's my turn to pass on the five reasons. It is. Top Trent, five. That was a really good... They were all really good like justifications <laughs> of it as well. So my top five, I'm passing it to you, Kyle. Yep. And I am I would consider this one a little bit hard. Okay. So I'm, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how you go. Yeah. So okay. it's top five things in everyday life that wears your patience thin... <laughs> Is so that, for, have we already done that? No, so that's like, so we had top five moments of frustration. Yeah. But this is oh, like, that was like things, unsatisfying. Yeah, things. so this is things that make you impatient. So, right. for example, today I was coming out of a paid car park. Yeah. So, where you put your ticket in, you have to pay. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so we're sitting there and I'm about like, I, it got to the point where the person leaving at the gate, they were having trouble with the machine. Yeah. And it caused this backlog of cars. Oh. And I couldn't even get out of my spot. You just stuck there. So I was stuck there for about 15 minutes just wow. waiting. Yeah. So that That's wore my, my patience thin. Yeah. So stuff, stuff that wears my patience thin. I can, uh, <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you guys a story about my, what happened to me? I don't think I've told you guys this on my road trip about... Did I tell you what happened to my surfboard? Yeah, you told me. Did I tell you? No. I wasn't aware <laughs> you even had a surfboard. Okay. okay. So, uh, as you guys know, I did a road trip with Rose. We went from Melbourne up to Byron Bay. Up yep. the coast, New South Wales. Beautiful trip. To On rub the... shoulders with all the Hollywood A-listers up there wow. right now. I just wanted to pretend I was right. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were driving up and we're in uh, day five, four or five. We're in uh, Wollongong. Right. Just below Sydney. Yep. Really fucking busy place. I didn't think it was. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like country town, country town, country town, Sydney, country town. No, it's just, it feels like it's like here in peak summer. Yeah, right. All the time. Yeah. Anyway, we drive in and, and this whole time I brought, I, I told dad when I was doing my trip and I thought, you know, like we're on the coast the entire time. I was arming and ironing, do I bring like a paddleboard? But I, I don't want to take it off at night put it in the motel yeah. Airbnb. so I'm like look I don't want to bring it and dad's like well why don't you take the the, surf, the foam surfboard the foam learner surfboard he said none of us care about it you can fit it in your car you can leave it on the roof if you want to go have a you know go to, out for lunch yeah. like he didn't no one cares about this board. you can make a story out of the podcast from it <laughs> <laughs> oh don't worry so 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 anyway so I the surfboard's attached to the roof the whole trip basically right and I get to Wollongong and Rose and I were staying in Manly, which is north of Sydney. Mm. So we're, we're staying, but on the trip up, we're like, hey, let's stop in Wollongong. We'll have lunch on the beach, you know, mm. chill for a couple of hours, break up the drive, and then we'll drive up to Manly. <laughs> right. So we drive to Wollongong. <laughs> it's already like two hours into the drive already. And we drive in, and there's not one single spot all along the, the beach. <laughs> we drive around, there's like a lighthouse thing, driving around, driving around. All the, in the city, there's no parking like there's just nowhere to park yeah. and we're driving f- and I, I spent about 20 minutes looking for a park I'm yeah like, this is ridiculous we could just yeah. and then we're like, oh, no, no, there's, a, there's a wilson's parking you know like the, 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 we've got them in melbourne just the expensive yeah. as fuck parking yeah warehouses yeah. garages so we go in so i drive in and it's, it's like down this alley and it looks really dotty <laughs> anyway i drive in first of all i go up <laughs> The gate's open. Top floor. This this car park for to describe it, there's a top there's a you know, ground level, or you can go right and go down and go to the basement level. Two yeah. two levels. And on top of it was like high rise apartment. Anyway, so I'm driving, the gate's open. I start I start driving into the top floor and the gate just smacks down like a guillotine. It's one of those like mesh gates on top of my car. And it completely, like, beheaded my surfboard. Like, middle of my car just, like, decapitated it. No. So, <laughs> so, so my surfboard's fucked at this point. And I reverse back, and the gate's stuck in the car. And it pulls the gate back with it. So, not only is my surfboard wrecked at this point, it's pulling the gate and bending it. And then it just comes back up, like, halfway. And at this point, there's this car behind me. And they reverse... <laughs> witness always. Anyway, they reverse back as well. And then they go down to the basement. And I'm stuck there. And this gate's just sitting there. And it slowly goes back down. And it's shut. And I'm like, what What do I do? 
I need to park. They can't stay in the entrance to the car park. That's right. That's right. I was doing all this. She's just like shocked. We're both shocked because oh. like, like, it was what's happened? Like, do you question if you did something wrong? Like, you're like, why did the gate close? It was open, yeah. as in like I thought you drive through, you get a ticket in there. Basically, it just looked like it was ready to go, and it just like guillotine shut. Anyway, it gets it gets worse. So. We drive down to the basement level, and I, I get a ticket on the way down, terrified of the next boom day, and it's just an empty car park. There's yeah. no one there. Which, yeah, it really makes you wonder. Like, and I'm like, why isn't anyone else yeah, in the car park? And yeah. I'm like questioning myself, like, is it going to be really expensive? Or yeah. And I just think, basically what I needed to do was check the surfboard. Yeah. And get it off the roof. So I check the surfboard, and it's cut in half. I'll put up a picture of what it looks like. Um, and it's cut in half. And the, the strap that keeps the board to the roof is, like, riveted into the, the cut. So I can't even get it off the roof. So I had to cut it with a box cutter to get it off. I spent half an hour doing this. And then I had to squeeze it in the car. Rose had to sit in the back of the car for the rem- the next, like, three hours while we drove up to Manly. Anyway, I go to the, the pa- to, I go to pay to get out again. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get the car. Oh, I want to get out of this car park yeah. because, one, I didn't want them to charge me for breaking their gate. <laughs> And two, it was... Even though they've got your number plate on the camera. Yeah, although there was no camera at the entrance. That's what made me go, like... (laughs) Even though it was their fault, I just wanted to get out of there because I didn't want to, like, be there anymore. And Mm. it was a surfboard no one cared about. Yeah. So that's why I just wanted to to go. It was worth, like, a couple hundred bucks at most. And I'm like, I just want to get out of here. So I go to pay, and I I scan... I put my card in, and it's like, oh, we own... First of all, I go to pay by card, and it's like, oh, we don't take card at the moment. <laughs> so I'm like, so I run back to the car. This is again like a, t- it's like a, a five minute walk. I get to cross the car park, and I, I get the coins out of my thing. I find like a few dollars. And I start putting, go back. This has already taken ten minutes. Yeah. Go put, start putting the coins in, and it won't take the coins either. And I'm like, oh my god. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can pay the machine up the top. Drive up to the exit. Put the card in. Try to pay my card. No, you got to pay at the machine. So I'm like, Let me out. Like it was this purgatory of this car park. So give, I go give back. Give us half that surfboard. Half the, like, <laughs> yeah, half the surfboard. So I go back, and I'm like, I call the th- the the number on the box. Yeah. Thing, and I'm like, I can't get out. And she's like, What car park are you in? And I'm like. I don't know. There's, is there a reference number? Like, I'm in, I'm in Wollongong. And she's like, we're a national service. We can't tell. We don't know what car park. Did you just tell them the one with the broken gate? <laughs> <laughs> the one with the bits of surfboard stuck in. Anyway, so then I, she's like, oh, don't worry, doll. Just go up to the thing and pay. Tap, call help on the exit boom gate. So I'm like, all right. So I go back, finally do it. And I call up and then she's I'm like, hi, the lady told me that, that I can't get out. My card won't work. Like, just please let me out. At this point, it's been an hour. I've been stuck under there. <laughs> Getting my surfboard off, trying to get out, just out of here. You hadn't even enjoyed the beach no, or anything. <laughs> the beach is gone. So I finally get out and I'm stewing. And like, it's just like one of those things where it's like, that was the biggest waste of time and just like my patience. Oh. And then we had to do a three hour drive to Manly. During peak hour Sydney traffic. <laughs> With half a surfboard. And Rose in the back. So we, it was just like, it was just so crap. It was the worst part of the trip by far. So I, I can imagine you just stewing the whole time. It's just one of the things where you know you just want to get to where oh, your destination. Yeah. You know, it's like, like, I'm done like, the whole day. Like when you and I got stuck at an airport. Yeah, like when we got stuck at an airport. Yeah. It's just <laughs> exactly the like, same. <laughs> You're just oh, done with everything and you yeah. just want to be where you're meant to be. Like, Oh, no, I get that. Also, I forgot to bring up something last week. Well, well like last time on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, which was last week. Uh-huh. 
So basically, I forgot to bring up as well. Because <laughs> 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 anyway, I was. <laughs> it was to do with something about hi- the history stuff because it was something that clicked in my brain as well, but I forgot to bring up. Right. So this is something that happened to me when I was like overseas, and I was in in France at the time. Yeah. So I was walking around France with these two Americans, and I'm just chatting to them and all that stuff, and we we're looking around France, going going see all the sites and all the stuff, and this is to do with like. The story has to do with, like, basically history. And they're talking to me about what they learned in school for history and stuff about all this stuff. And we're in this line for this church. And they go to me, Hey, Dan, so what? It, tell us about Australian history. Because <laughs> they were talking about World War II or something like that. Yeah. And I just, like, I wing it. Like, I don't remember what I fully said, but I start talking about what I think yeah. is Australian history. They believe you. We did, but you spoke about like the first time man rode kangaroo and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Right? The emu war, the great emu war. The great war. <laughs> I think I had something to do with World War Two, if I had to remember properly. And I just hear out of the from behind me, "Oh come on, mate! Do you know anything about Australian history?" <laughs> Dan gets fact checked oh. in France <laughs> on Australian history. Like this sixty-year-old, seventy-year-old man with his wife. And he's got, like, the Australian logo oh, on his no. t-shirt. Is he part of the tour? No, 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 no. It's not a tour. It's just a line to get inside oh, okay. this church. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a tour. This is just some guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is such a Dan moment. Yeah. And he starts ripping into me about what I've just said. Because I can't, I can't remember what I said. Yeah. And he starts talking to these two American girls, like, about, like, what's actually, like... When I like that I'm completely wrong. Or, like <laughs> he's roasting. He's you. completely roasting me. Yeah. And all I could do is stand there in this goddamn line and, and he while he roasts you <laughs> for a good like, I mean this is a good ten minutes or more. Yeah. And like they because they, they started chatting to him too. I'm like oh please don't start talking to this guy. Like I'm, I'm, he's just roasting me. I'm not, Dan's already defeated. <laughs> like I was like oh great. Like I just look like the biggest fool ever. Because oh. I, I thought like. Oh, I'll, I'll just say what it, what's the worst thing happened? <laughs> they don't know any better. <laughs> well, how's everyone's bevs going? Yeah, uh, I, I'm done. Yeah, with what, it. What were you saying? What, what would you give it, Trent? I'm sorry, Tom, for being a WA local for this one. But, he's, um, he brags about being a they, local. And he's bragged about EMU export as well. Constantly. Really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just going to say they've dropped the ball, yeah. I think. It's not, it doesn't, it lacks flavour to me. Right. This, like Dan was saying, does taste watered down. So I'm going to have to go a 7 out of 13. You and I are pretty close with our sort of, what, what would you give it to you? 5 out of 13. I'm gonna Jeez, give, not a thumbs down this week. Ooh. I'm going to give it a 7. Mm. It's like, it's enjoyable. Getting, what? It's, it's very It's drinkable, yeah. I'm getting worried that I'm like the drink snob here. You are, you're getting labelled as that, D. <laughs> <laughs> you're but, the hardest to impress. Hey, just because you don't just I don't throw just throw thumbs at people. I you have to earn it. I'm giving mine seven thumbs up. Trent, your seven thumbs. Yeah, yeah I'm seven thumbs up. Yeah, your five thumbs. Five up. thumbs. Right. Like, yeah, that's a. I'd give it that. Well, um, before well, I'm in. Yeah, I'm. I'm keen to to see what next week's bevs. I am too. If anyone has any suggestions, I'd mm. love to hear some more suggestions. We've been Absolutely. getting quite a few, which is good. So we've got a bit of a backlog of suggestions. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone else have anything they want to discuss before we wrap up? Uh, Dan, uh, do you want to prolong this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, I can't think of anything on top of my head. Like, don't always, don't really grab the yeah. thing. I'm not asking, I'm, there's nothing. <laughs> Maybe I'm ready to keep talking. Dan's ready to have another round. Dan wants to do 10 more questions in the question box. So, as always, take care. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>